Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zaghari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the people and the companies that matter most in mobile. I'm your host, Shahab Zaghari, with Skywire, a premier business and marketing technology firm that specializes in tools for the hospitality industry. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz for Mobile Groove, a site providing B2B content marketing, strategic consulting on all things mobile, and books and reports about mobile as well. And we have a guest today, Sanjay Patel, CEO of Perpetuating. Thanks for joining us, Sanjay. Thanks for having me. Definitely, definitely. So um, for the listeners that uh, aren't aware uh, Perpetuating is a digital solution provider uh, that specializes in mobile apps. But uh, can you tell us exactly what it is that you do? Well, uh, basically we build apps for companies that really, really want to uh, innovate in the space. And we start with the strategy and we work with them through the design, development. Um, we do QA. We have an office in India. Um, really, really great engineers here in the United States. Uh, and we, uh, we love to build five-star apps. And uh, Apple recommends us as one of their top vendors. Amazing. So, so yeah, we're having a blast. <laughs> and, and that's from everything from the you know, beginning uh, research, design, architecture, UX, all the way to uh, implementation. Yeah, we weren't doing a lot of uh, real, real consumer-grade design before, but we bought a design firm, and, and since then we, we do uh, a lot of that. You know, the research, uh, we'll do um, focus groups and solicit the input and then actually put together personas and use that to actually come up with the user experience. Hmm. So, so, you know, at at the beginning, it was you had to have an app. It was table stakes. That's still very much the case. But um, you know, we've moved past. I believe there's an app for that to thinking more holistically about the app experience we offer or how that's going to fit in with maybe other apps later on. What are you seeing? Are you seeing your clients come and say, you know, that's great. We still want our app, but we want to maybe do something around it that it fits with other apps or you know somehow becomes more than just a point strategy what are you seeing well clearly we're seeing that in the app store and google play stores that uh, some consumer brands are experimenting with building additional point apps outside of their own primary app but a lot of our clients that are bigger clients bigger consumer brands and fortune 500 customers they're afraid I think they're afraid to um, uh, capture the opportunity that exists because it would involve them actually expanding beyond what they've had to do traditionally. In the web, people would come to your site and it would be very easy to get to additional content that might not be your core brand content. 
and be able to drive additional engagement and therefore, let's say, add dollars. But in mobile, it's really, really hard to add additional categories of content and still maintain the user experience. Interesting. So keeping that in mind, I mean, there must be, however, um, okay, that's a, that's a difficulty. What are the opportunities here? Because when you're listening in here, you say to yourself, well, um, if we're going to see sort of a, a plethora of new types of apps that build on older apps, there might be either opportunities for brands to engage through those new apps or there's opportunities for developers to create those new apps for brands. Or for you, of course. I mean, that's what you do too, of course, Sanjay. Absolutely. Yes, it is good for us to build more apps. And I think <laughs> on the web, you know, you have essentially a website which is representing a bundling of services, many different services in, under one domain name. Versus on the app, because of the way the app store works and because of the way you launch an app on a phone, it's really an unbundled set of services. And mm. so the opportunity lies in that if you can identify one of the services that traditionally exists in a bundled website, in a website that offers many services, you can actually peel away one of those services that you think either is incredibly valuable or that you think you can um, deliver such a user experience that it can capture a segment of the market. And then you can then use that app, that specific service. So that app does one service, and you can use that to build additional apps that each do additional services and cross-link them and grow your ecosystem that way. So can you give us a couple examples of cross-linking? I would, I would love to give you examples of cross-linking, and actually that's one of the weaknesses in the ecosystem right now, and it's one of the reasons why discovery of new apps is so difficult, because the large platform players, Google and Apple, have tried to restrict how you interlink between apps because there's clearly a lot of money to be made there. Just like Google facilitated people doing searches, connecting with websites that were offering services, similarly, the actual interlinking of apps represents the equivalent of Google's PageRank. So there's a significant amount of money to be made there. And so the other challenge there is that right now, if you try to link from one app to another, it works great. You can actually deep link into a specific page on another app if that other app is already on the device. Hmm. Unfortunately, you don't know whether that other app is already on the phone. Right. Whereas on the web, mm. everything is interlinked. You click on a link, boom, you go to that website. So what we're hearing here is that really you have to start thinking almost um, web comes to app. I mean, it's, you know, the, the, the parts are, um, are as important as the sum of the whole in, in a sense that these apps, there has to be some deep linking or some thinking about that in either the, the planning or the execution of these apps. Am I reading you correctly here, Sanjay? Yeah, I think that the onboarding strategy really has to be well done. So if you look like Foursquare, for example, just launched their... I was their just going to say that. The Swarm app. Mm. 
Exactly. I, I think it's a really good example because they just launched yesterday. It's a really big pivot. And, you know, it's really, really a strong move by, by Dennis Crowley. And, and um, uh, I, I love it. I love the, the main Foursquare app. Um, it helps you find things just like Yelp does. But at the same time, now Swarm lets you check in like the old Foursquare app did. And what happens is, is that when you download the main Foursquare app, after you've, been, after you've been using it for maybe five, ten minutes, you actually get a push notification saying, hey, if you want to check in and do all of the great things that people normally associate with Foursquare, click here or swipe here and download our Swarm app. So that's one way that you can actually get people to get the app onto the phone. And then obviously using a good analytics platform, you can measure how many people have both apps because you can see how many people have responded to that notification. And then you can actually see how many of those people have registered and created accounts in each of those apps. And then the next phase of that would be for them to deep link into each of those apps depending on what you wanted to do. Yeah, so in this case, the one unbundled service is the check-in. So they created a whole new app just for the check-in. Um, and I think Facebook's done that as well with their Messenger, messenger uh, where there's a specific app just for the, the private messages. Um, and so all of this is to... In, in effect, increase engagement. And that, that's what I'm hearing, right? Yeah, because, because it's really, really hard to offer more than one service in an app because of the attention span, because of the context. You know so much about that person when they open that app. They, ex they, they expect the experience to be that much more relevant and easy and quick. And so if you keep adding stuff in to that app, it's actually going to dilute the one thing that they really want from an app. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to stop you there. We do have to take a break. I uh, just want to remind our listeners uh, not to go anywhere. Uh, we do have uh, Sanjay Patel on the line. And uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zagari. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove. And today we do have Sanjay Patel, CEO of Perpetuating, um, and we're we're essentially talking about mobile apps, uh, you know, and uh, strategy for design and development. Um, we kind of uh, we're touching on cross-linking um, and and uh, increasing engagement. Um, you know, if if you had to have a top three tips for our listeners, Sanjay, what where would you start? Well, you know, like we said, the, the unbundling of services when moving from That's the web to the mobile represents a significant opportunity for startups as well as big brands to uh, leapfrog their competitors or enter a market that traditionally may have been hard to enter. And so I think the number one um, uh, advice number one would be to look at the landscape that you're in the industry of the industry that you're in and try to think about what service could you unbundle and also deliver a really incredible uh, app slash user experience on that you could um, that you could then produce and I'll give you a quick example of it if you look at for example Airbnb um, I noticed you know you're in hospitality and um, you know I, I use Airbnb as well and uh, you know they're they're doing a lot of really great things uh, one of the things they're trying to move into is they're trying to move into providing uh, experiences when you're traveling so that when you go and stay in someone's apartment, you not only stay there, but you also attend a local cooking class provided by another host. Now, one could argue that that actually could be better addressed via a separate app. And that represents an opportunity for another company to come in potentially and provide localized experiences that hosts, but maybe they don't, you know, maybe they sign up for your app separately, but they end up being hosts, so they just end up being people who are really skilled. They offer their services, and people come in, and they pay them a small fee to learn from them. So it'll be interesting to see how Airbnb evolves their mobile experience to really handle all of these additional services that they're looking to add. So if I can just interject there on that first piece of advice, if I read between the lines here, can you give some insights into where or how I need to look for these uh, opportunities? Is it by looking at the the large companies, the, the areas they're trying to move into, and then say that's exactly where I can address that pain point with an app that does just that? And then what's this? What's the thinking there that the larger company will what buy my app or or um, that's my exit strategy? I, I'm just understanding 
why that's a great opportunity and how to cash in on it. Right, Bill. I mean, I think um, if you look at Instagram, Instagram was bought by uh, Facebook for $1 billion mm. and they really didn't make any money. The value really is in the in the engagement that they had and the user. So the audience. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, so there's a mm-hmm. lot of different ways. I mean, to get into value is really, I think, uh, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, and you know, we we have a monetization quiz on our website, and you know, there's a lot of different ways you can also monetize. Um, the New York Times, for example, is a great example of a company that uh, engages their users for free, but then does an exceptional job of you know getting people to hit the paywall and then getting them to convert to subscribers. Mm-hmm. The mobile strategy has served them incredibly well. So I think, but if you wanted to identify what are the opportunities, it's really um, I wouldn't look at big companies because from what we've seen, a lot of the big companies, you know, really, really haven't been adventurous in 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 targeting. And, and I guess maybe it's because the their maturity in the mobile roadmap hasn't reached that point. They're still trying to take their desktop or web equivalents and bring them to mobile in the right way. Right. So they're not at the point yet of where and, – and actually it, it is a challenge for them too because they still have to think about, well, all of this stuff on the web and desktop isn't really fitting onto one in mo- one mobile app. Um, and so that's why a lot of the big companies, their mobile apps really, really don't do a lot of what they really offer. Mm-hmm. And for them, having many different apps seems like an administrative nightmare. When in fact, if they were to just go through that hurdle, they could increase engagement uh, and from their uh, revenues. That's right, because if a payroll company has a website that does payroll and HR, that makes a lot of sense. You have uh, some sort of system with different tabs, and you know each tab is a different function of your company. Right. If you're going to have an app, and you want to be able to potentially acquire users through the app store or through apps, it really doesn't make sense to have all of this content, all of these functions in one app. Because an HR app actually will probably be much more usable if it's designed and laid out differently than a payroll app. And because people will be searching for payroll app or people will be searching for HR app then they may want to start the journey into payroll from the HR side. So it's an opportunity. You know, now big companies have techniques to counteract these opportunities. They might have a very strong sales force. They might have very strong branding and marketing to drive people to go to the web instead of mobile. And so, you know, that's how I would look at the landscape and opportunities and think about who else is in the space, you know, how strong are they? How quickly can you deliver something that's of value and test out to see whether the market likes it? You really want to reduce the cost of and time of building your initial app. And so is that, does that lead us into number two, uh, having some sort of strategy? A go-to-market strategy is critically important, you know, and it, it's always been critically important. 
and I think it's even more important now to really understand, um, you know, where you want to go with this. Where can the value be? To build something for that's experiential for while traveling, really may not lead anywhere if you don't really understand that it's the highest end customers that are that are that hold the greatest value in travel. So you really have to understand how you intend to get from that single service service app to where the value is. And and yes, of course that mark that go to market strategy has to change depending on what you learn. Um, but but it it helps to know where to start. It helps you figure out where to start. And where you're going essentially. Exactly. And so um you know, and, and again, our show's not that long, but do you have any uh, case study or, or uh, something to that effect where um, you helped one of your clients with the go-to-market strategy and uh, just kind of blew expectations out of the water? Well, I think that I can give you examples. Like I said, a lot of our clients are still taking their existing um, platforms and migrating them to mobile. Um, but I will say that we are working with a client that's in the food space. And, you know, that's a very, very interesting space. There's a lot of activity in this space, a lot of apps, a lot of young entrepreneurs building apps that are getting a lot of traction. And then there's the big brands, the ones that you know about. If you Google um, for food, you'll find these brands. And so they're the mainstays. So how can, how can one of these brands expand into other categories within food, be it delivery or fulfillment of, rest, uh, of ingredients or, um, you know, like, for example, the service that Blue Apron is doing, um, you know, where they deliver you a prepared meal. They give you the ingredients and you just prepare it at home in a half an hour or less. So... You know, does it make sense um, to move into some of those areas with separate apps, but then use the network that you have within your primary app as a big brand and drive them to use this other service as a separate as a separate thing? Yeah, definitely, definitely makes sense. Again, I'm going to have to stop you there. We do have to go to break. Um, I want to remind the listeners, we do have a bit of the show left, so don't go anywhere. We're going to pick Sanjay's brain a little bit more. We'll be back after this message. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. 
InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zagari from Skywire. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove. And again, we have Sanjay Patel, CEO of Perpetuating, on with us. Uh, earlier uh, in the last segment, I asked for a top three tips that he would give uh, to his clients, to our listeners. Uh, again, the first was, you know, look at the landscape. Uh, don't just create an app that uh, mirrors your web presence. Unbundle those services and and kind of focus on each you know one service per app, uh, and then number two you know have a go to market strategy. Um, find those opportunities and and really hone in on them. Um, so that's a great place to uh, to get to the third one here. I mean we have uh, um, two. What's what's the final one, Sanjay? Yeah, so I think that you know there's clearly two predominant platforms in mobile. You know, and uh, we have iOS and then we have the Android ecosystems. So, you know, how do we have to do something different for each of them? And, you know, where are those ecosystems going to go from now? And how does that affect um, the go-to-market strategy? So I think what we've seen until now is that both platforms have basically been building their essential foundation. And that we pretty much have that now. Um, so what we're going to see over the next five years is each of those ecosystems is actually going to become more and more differentiated based on the strengths of the companies that created them. So we're going to start to see that those platforms and ecosystems look very different. And Apple and iOS is actually going to move more towards emphasizing how the hardware ties together with the laptops in your home with other connected devices like LED light bulbs that might be smart or um, thermostats or other appliances. And Google really is focusing very much on the services that they offer, meaning cloud-based services. And so I think it's important to look at when serving, um, when providing a quote-unquote app or service for 
any of those ecosystems, how best to leverage the things that they're providing and the direction that they're going in so that you can appeal to those users that are going to want that particular type of experience. So like, for example, if I have a Google Android phone, you may not see this now, but two to three years from now, it's clearly going to be a lot more focused on listening to what you're doing, um, even when you're not telling it to, and then actively trying to figure out what it is and anticipating what you need. So how is it that you could identify a service that's currently bundled on the web that could then be unbundled and be fed into that? And then how is it that Google now, since it's actively listening and then can then drive traffic to wherever it wants, to any app it wants, how does that affect your strategy? Because they could actually decide to go to another app. So how important is it to have a relationship with the platform owner itself? Mm. So I and, think And yeah. earlier when you said they're going to be different, did you mean um different from each other or just different from what we understand is Android and iOS now? Well, I think that if most people if they look at Android and iOS, they'll say that they're essentially the same. Right. There's really not that much difference. And, I, and in fact, Samsung and Google use that in their ad campaigns. We're essentially, you know, we're, we're actually faster, um, slightly faster than, than Apple. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, they both have mail, they both have messaging, they both have chat, mm-hmm. both have photographs, they both have video. Um, so these essential things that people are doing, they both have the, the main apps that people would want to use. So, so where, where are these platforms going to go? So obviously they're going to actually become more and more like their owners. And that's where the platforms are going to diverge because Apple is not as good at services as as cloud-based services as Google. And Google clearly is not as good at tying together with other hardware that you might be using as Mm. Apple. So if I could interject, it's first of all, it's deja vu. It's PC all over again when we figured out it wasn't the box, it was the services, right? Was the services stupid? Um, but what I'm hearing here is it's sort of like connected home and wearable app opportunities in Apple and um, very much more the services and the storage and what needs the, what we would need from Google in that camp. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Well, uh, again, on behalf of the show, I do want to thank you for coming on. Again, a half-hour show kind of speeds by, and uh, it's over before you even know you started it. I um, want to remind our listeners, don't forget to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash mobilepresence. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm. Uh, you can also look up Mobile Presence on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and now on iHeartRadio. Uh, and finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store. Thanks for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. You now know where to find the show. Uh, Sanjay, how do they uh, stay in touch with you? Well, they can go to our website, www.perpetuating.com, 
or they can email me directly at sanjay, S-A-N-J-A-Y dot Patel, P-A-T-E-L at perpetuating.com. Perfect. And Peggy, how can they get a hold of you? It's Peggy at mobilegroove.com or Twitter at Peggy Ann. And you can contact me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. You can also check out uh, all of our services at skywire.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.